Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 184. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Bob. Hey, Mr. Brantley, I would like to be the first person today to say to you, good morning. Well, thank you very much. I haven't had anyone say that to me today. <laughs> oh, all right, man. Uh, See, so here we are, um, almost mid-June, 2023. Boy, just time flies, doesn't it? It really does. Um, but uh, it, summer's here, Ed. <laughs> yes, it's it hot. is. It's yes. hot. Well, I tell you what, the boaters are out. Oh my gosh! Are they really? Oh gosh! Oh, it's just, it's just. Yesterday, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad yesterday. But I'm telling you, there are so many. I bet there were hundreds of boats on the Tennessee River yesterday. Are you a boater? No, I what used to be, but not anymore. Not I'm the same way. You know. I got over it. Yeah, I got over it. It's too expensive. <laughs> I don't uh, fly anymore either. Gas costs too much. <laughs> Well, you know, well, and you and I both know people that had those big boats, those big forty footers or whatever, and mm -hmm. sold them because every time you take it out, it's a thousand dollars in fuel. Yeah. Well, who was it that would take their boat up to the to the uh, uh, Neyland Stadium and it cost five hundred dollars to go up there and back? Yeah. Good gracious. Nutty man, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got show number 184. We're glad to be here. A lot of people that have uh, told me lately that they've been listening to the show. We got some new people. Gary Rogers. You remember Gary Rogers? Gary Work Rogers. at the radio station? Yeah. Gary ran to Gary and uh, he said, well, what are you and Ed doing? I said, well, we have a podcast. We're on like 184 episodes. He said, you are kidding me. He said, I've got to listen to them all. So for the next several months, he'll be listening to <laughs> well, he's good. down in uh, Cleveland, has his own uh, construction company. Yeah, I think his dad had construction and he grew up in that. Well, yes. congratulations. Hi, Gary. Man, we're glad you're listening, buddy. You got that right. Well, he was a good looking guy, wasn't he? He was, a, a, as, and as a good person as he was, a handsome gentleman. Yes, he was. Yes, and, but he's got a bunch of kids now. And he's, Beautiful wife and a successful uh, business, so I'm glad he's now an Ed and Bob Show listener. Life is good. So this is the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bob. He's Ed. And the reason we do this, we used to be on the radio together and had a lot of fun doing it. And we said, why not continue this? And we said, does anybody listen to podcasts? And now if you, everybody I know, Ed, is starting a podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's unreal. Some topics are more interesting than others. <laughs> well, it's like at, and at the radio station, now all shows become podcasts. And in some months, just here in, 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 in Knoxville, there'll be an, an over a million downloads for podcasts. Mm. It's nutty. It's amazing. We are on, well, brother, we're on the cutting edge. We're out mm. there. All right, usually we like to start off the show by going back and reflecting on things that happened uh, at this time in years gone by, and we'll let Mr. Brantley start us off. Well, I got a big birthday today, June, the, you know, up in June. So yep. Marilyn Monroe was born in Los Angeles. You know what her real name is? 
it's Norma Jean something. Yeah, Mortison. Really? Mortison, yeah. Well, where Monroe but, came from. I don't know. I guess she came up, but we'll find out here. Following that unstable childhood spent in foster homes and orphanages. Can no way. That? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Well, she landed a job as a photographer's model, which led to a movie career. She later married baseball legend Joe DiMaggio. Oh, wow. She, beneath her glamorous movie star look, she was a fragile and insecure and eventually succumbed to the pressures of Hollywood. You know, she died in Los Angeles from an overdose of sleeping pills. August the 5th, 1962. Well, it was well known she was having affairs with JFK and mm -hmm. Bobby Kennedy, his brother. Um, and I don't know who else. I mean, you know. Um, she was married well, to Norman Mailer, yeah. a writer, and like you said, Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. I like that picture of her where she's standing on the great New York City and the winds, you know, the the fans blowing and their dresses oh, popping yeah. up and oh my goodness there you go she's pretty one, hey one picture uh usually will make a career in hollywood won't it yeah well that's right all right it was uh, right around this time in 1944 ed that uh, during world war ii in europe rome was liberated by the fifth army hmm. and uh, the germans had threatened to really destroy Rome, which would have really been, I mean, can you imagine that? If no, they had, I can't. I cannot imagine all that beautiful buildings and the history and... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the center, basically, of civilization in Rome mm -hmm. at one time. So... All right, what else? Also, uh, same date, in 1989, the Chinese government ordered its troops to open fire on unarmed protesters in the Tiananmen Square in Beijing. That protest started on April the 16th. About a thousand students marched to mourn the death of one pro-reform leader within the Chinese government. Despite government warnings, pro-reform and pro-democracy demonstrations con continued for about a month, drawing even larger crowds of young people. I remember that. Do you remember seeing that? I do. Was, and here's what, um, see, I was supposed to go to China a month later uh, with the Knoxville dance troupe. My daughter mm. was in that. And it didn't happen because all this happened and we watched and it was just disturbing. Um, no telling how many students the Chinese government killed because of that. Absolutely. And I remember that picture of that, was it a girl or someone standing in front of a tank? Yeah. And uh, it, it's just, it's. That well, they rounded up 1,600 demonstrators from that. Um, over 300 died in the original attack. They executed 27 for, for uh, protesting. Mm -hmm. Executed wow. you. Executed for having a for you know having a difference of opinion. Mm. Wow, you know it's hard to believe that China is. Um, that a country like that exists in today's time. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I mean, it's just really strange. That yeah. the, I mean, as many people that live there, if they all rose up, they would outnumber the army. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's true. So, I, I don't know. All right, what else you got? 
1968, Robert F. Kennedy was shot mortally wounded while leaving the Hotel Ambassador in Los Angeles. The shooting occurred after a celebration of Kennedy's victory in the California presidential primary. He died at 1.44 a.m. June 6 at age 42, leaving behind his wife Ethel and 11 children, the last one born after his death. You know, um, when I lived in Los Angeles, um, the Ambassador Hotel became a movie site where they would shoot movies. Um, uh, the lobby was used and stuff. And we were there shooting something. My, my son was shooting something. And I walked down around the hotel. It was not used as a hotel anymore. And I walked down and back into the kitchen at the exact spot where he was shot. Oh, wow. Is there it a was mark very, or something there? It was, no. Um, I just remember, you know, from seeing the pictures, I looked at pictures up and, and saw and uh, stood right there where they walked him through the kitchen. And it was very eerie being there, just me all by myself in this area where, you know, back in um, 1968, Bobby Kennedy was shot and killed or shot and mortally wounded right there. Very weird, mm -hmm. but it, wow. big, beautiful hotel. Um, you say, and the Brown Derby, which used to be a, a very popular nightclub, was on the attached to the side of it. Oh, the Brown Derby. Yeah, and the, so. the building with a hat on top. Yep, exactly. Yeah. All right, it's always this time of year. June six, of course, is D Day every year. Nineteen forty four is when D Day happened. That's the largest amphibious. Landing in history, um, Allied forces landed in Normandy on the northern coast of France. Operation Overlord involved a planning of over one and a half million soldiers. Mm. Um, and, you know, we've seen a lot of movies about D-Day. Um, but that is June 6, 1944, uh, when that took place. Have you ever been to France to where all that happened? No, I have, I've not been to the beaches and things. My daddy was there. He was part of that invasion. Of course, there were a oh lot of God. people in that invasion. But a lot of people died. Mm. Did he ever talk about that to you? He didn't talk much about anything like that. He, 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 was, uh, he didn't like to talk about the war. He just didn't like to talk about it. He wouldn't talk to Well, him. I mean, it had to be horrific. Yeah, he was. I know he was a medic, and I've seen pictures and oh articles and things written about him. And, he, and I've got I've got his medals that he was presented with. Got them on the wall here. In my that would that would. Uh, I don't know that I could handle that being a medic. Yeah, that was tough. He said it was really tough because you know they didn't have what they have today anyway. You know. Yeah. So and, but really the memory, the things you saw, you can't unsee them. Hmm. Wow. I didn't. Mm -hmm. yeah, I never knew that about your dad. Mm -hmm. So, all right. What else you got, Mr. Brantley? Well, I got one here. I like this one. Uh, in 1994, after 49 years, the Soviet military occupation of East Germany ended. I went to Germany uh, was last year, year before last, and at one time there were 337,800 Soviet troops stationed in Germany. And over 300,000 Russians died during World War II in the battle for Berlin. So, I don't know what year they built that wall. Um, I want to say 
I guess it was, you know, in the 40s. I'm, I'm not sure. Well, after 49 years, so yeah, it was um, yeah. basically about then. Um, it would have been 40, 1945 when they built the wall and split that city in half. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you can't have the whole city, you take half of it. Um, and then they tore the wall down. That was a big moment. Oh, it was. I remember, who was it? It was, uh, see, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Yeah. Yeah. That? that that was an incredible moment in time. And... Um, Something that I don't think I'll forget. I remember I met a person when I was in Germany that uh, that went back and forth. They had family on both sides and and found a way to sneak in and sneak out all the time, just anytime they wanted to. It's pretty oh good. Oh my God! Pretty interesting. They had tunnels that went under. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, we got. I will do one more here, and then we got to move along as time is. Um, uh, we're gonna run out of the essence <laughs> time. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you always hear about your Miranda rights. It was um, on this date in 1966 the Supreme Court ruled five to four, which is weird. It's just barely passed in the case of Miranda versus Arizona that an accused person must be apprised of their rights before police can start questioning them. Up until then, people, the police would just take in the back room and question you until you gave up. Yeah, put the light in your face. <laughs> you want to tell me you did this, didn't you? Yeah. All right. All right, let's move along, Ed. You got a question of the day? Yes, I do, Bob. And uh, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but is, is AI, artificial intelligence, is that a good thing or a bad thing for America? I hear good things about it and I hear bad things about it. Good things in the medical field, Bad things is going to happen to us. People are going to lose their jobs, blah, 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 blah. What do you think? Well, I think that, um, you know, if you let machines with computers that are meant to think control things that could do you harm, it could be harmful. Mm -hmm. But if you don't let them do anything but give you ideas then I think it's fine. Yeah. Well, we just, I, th I just, I'm afraid that the wrong hands will get into, uh, I mean, get a hold of it. And if a computer, here's the thing, let's say AI, the computer thought, he said, well, they, they're not letting me get my hands on. So somehow it comes up with its own computer virus and then it sends you an email to get into that, oh, that uh, atomic plant to get into the computers there. I mean, is that possible? I don't know. See what I'm saying? We're going to be learning a lot about this in the weeks and the months to come. Well, I guess so. Have you, have you tried it out, let it, it write things for you? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely here. It, it can build a car for you. I mean, Pretty, it, it, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. It's just amazing what it, so anyway, we'll check it out. I, this, is, this is when I wish I was young again, you know? No, I hear you. There's a lot of things you see now. You say, wow, I wish I had that when I was younger. But yeah. our parents probably the same way. That's true. You know. All right, I got a question for you, Ed. All right, buddy. Go ahead. What is the closest you have ever come to death? <laughs> well, 
I remember jumping out of a second story window. <laughs> now, in this Mars, is Tennessee. Not, this is this is not about boyfriends chasing you down. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think I've ever really been close to death, or I thought I was close to death. Sometimes when I was flying, I probably was, were, and I didn't know it, but I'm so stupid. So it, it uh, you know, I, I've never had a gun pointed at me, to my face. Never been shot at, known, known I was shot at. What about you? Wow, it sounds like you grew up privileged. Um, <laughs> I have been shot at. You have? Um, the closest I've come to death was in um, Honolulu, Hawaii. Wow. So here's the deal. My wife and I and another couple rented a convertible Mustang. Mm -hmm. And we went out, you know, in Waikiki and all around, had a good time, went up to the beach, this, that, and the other. And we got back to the hotel about midnight, and they had a big parking garage behind the Waikiki Hilton. <clears throat> and so we're driving up. We're on, like, about the fourth floor. And so um, I, I see if I finally found a parking spot, and I'm backing. I thought I'd back into it. So I'm backing into it, and a car comes around the curb and just about hits us. And the girl in the back seat from the other couple yelled, yelled hey, you stupid idiot, slow down. Mm. That car screeched mm. its brakes. Mm. I pulled on in. He puts in reverse, burning the tires back up to even with me. And in the car was a man and a woman. The woman was screaming. Mm. The guy got out of his car. He reached into the back seat, came out with a shotgun. Oh, no. And he walked right over to in front of the car. And I still had the car running. And I dropped it back into drive. I got my hands up. I thought, if he shoots, I'm flooring it to run over him. Mm -hmm. And somebody else was driving up the ramp. And he put the gun down, got back in the car with his screaming girlfriend, and drove away. Wow. Good times. Yeah, road rage for sure, right? Yeah, you want to go to Hawaii? It's <laughs> the last time well, I was you know, there. <laughs> my wife, she used to get in fights with tractor-trailer trucks. Oh, and God. I, just, I told her, I said, I'm not riding with you on the interstate at oh, all. Because, God. I mean, she would, if, if the, you know, if they did something and... and and tractor trailer trucks these drivers are all you know at that time anyway i don't know that they all are but i you know i said linda these guys are pilled up they've been up for 24 hours they're trying to get their load to wherever they're supposed to go you don't want to mess with them she i mean they getting an it's, argument it's, with them yeah this truck's got eighty thousand pounds or forty-five thousand pounds on it it can stump you out in a second Oh my God! And it just—it was just. But anyway, she doesn't do that anymore. But that's just amazing <laughs> to me. I thought you talking about. Oh my God! I'm not riding anywhere with you. <laughs> All right, and tell everybody why our topic of the day today is. All and right, you've got a sponsor. Uh, okay, the United States border. Boy, we got a lot to talk about there. Why is it in such bad shape? What's going on? Well, my sponsor is Weigels. 
Weigel's Kitchen to be exact, where you can get lunch, dinner, whatever you want from sandwiches, pizza, all kinds of flavors in the sandwiches, corn dogs, roller grill, they got salads, subs, and they make it to order. And of course, dipping chicken. The dipping chicken is never frozen, hand branded, fried to perfection. Our dipping chicken is made fresh to your order. And there's seven amazing sauces, one for everyone to enjoy. They include Signature, uh, Weigel's Hot Hot Honey, Honey Mustard, Caribbean, Caribbean Jerk, Buffalo, and Barbecue. All good. So it's um, a lot of things you can do in there. And their pizza. Their pizza has great flavors too, like a cheese pizza, pepperoni, supreme, sausage, Hawaiian, all the beets, cheeseburger pizza. Can't go wrong, buddy. I'll tell you, it's good food. Mm -hmm. It's priced right too. Weigel's Kitchen. So just stop in, walk in, the counter's right there, just tell them what you want to order, and they'll get it ready for you right away, and you walk right out. Or you can eat it there. So it's just that easy. It's that easy. All right, Ed, the United States border, uh, the border between Mexico and the United States, why is it in chaos? Well, because our leaders are letting everybody in for no reason, and everybody wants in. They're afraid of their own country, they're not uh, comfortable there, of course, and they're threatened, and it's just, we're, we're the home for everyone in the, in the world, I guess. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's not, it's, there is a process in getting in this country, and evidently, whoever's in a political office either ignores that process, or one will ignore it, the other one will force it. You know, Trump put up the wall, or part of the wall. I don't know. Well, you know, um, the, um, the border is in chaos. Uh, the history of the United States-Mexico border is one that's been, uh, if you go back hundreds of years, it's been disputed, it's been negotiated, it's been moved this way and that way. It's always been bloodful, I mean, bloody. It'd been difficult. I mean, how many times did you read in movies or hear in movies, we're heading for the border, <laughs> riding for the border. Well, we got to make it go to the border. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's always been something in discussion. Uh, in 1889, there was the International Boundary Commission uh, that was put together to sort out disputes of where the line was. Because there was, there's been hundreds of acres of land have uh, changed hands over the years, where they discussed where the border really was, but, but it's always been um, a problem. Um, now uh, our biggest problem is drugs move across this border. Um, we have people trying to be smuggled into the United States, and you have um, smugglers human smugglers, um, you have families that are trying to escape um, Mexico for a better life. You've got criminals that want to come to America to get away from their problems in Mexico. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, if you go down there where there is no wall, the border is invisible. So where is the border? you know, out there. It's on some Arizona or Texas landowner's uh, property. Would you want to be 
a landowner that's right on the border? Not now, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd want to own a hotel in New York City right now either with all the immigrants there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it, it's not it's not only a problem in in Texas and Arizona, but it's also a problem in this country because the immigrants are are coming in in droves, hundreds and hundreds at a time. I don't know, Bob. It just we need to we we need to make up our mind what we're going to do here, you know. Why is the border with Canada not the same problem it is with Mexico? Well, one thing is the weather. Colder Can't, and oh, gosh, desolate. No. Uh, yeah. And also, uh, well, I, I have a friend who came into America um, to see her husband. And she's from, she was from Germany, and she flew in. She couldn't come in through Mexico because of the wall and all that stuff. So she they went to she went to Canada, mm -hmm. just walked across the border. Yeah. yeah. So why doesn't why why don't more people, if they're trying to cross in, cross from Canada? Well, you got to get there. One thing, a lot of these people walked all the way through Central America to get to the border. I don't think they realize what. Canada can do, but you, I don't think you can get to Canada just that easily. But well, yeah. y y y a couple of things. I kind of, my, I'm, um, you know, I'm on the Metro Drug Coalition board. The, the heroin that is on our streets, that's only a $25 hit, and a, 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 a junkie needs seven hits a day, okay? Okay. So $175 of this Mexican heroin, and you'll make it through the day. Um, if that board, here's this, during the Biden administration, heroin has been moving freely, okay? Mm -hmm. During the Trump administration, it dried up. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a fact, folks. This is not stuff I'm making up. It dried up because there was border enforcement, and the Mexican heroin dried up, and then that increased the meth production, you know, in these counties where out in the backwoods they're making meth in a trailer. Mm -hmm. And then meth became the thing you went and got to get your high. And my point is, obviously, there's a problem if you, you've got heroin coming in from Mexico if you don't have a border, it's going to continue. And, that, and this is just one problem. The heck, we ain't gotten a crime yet. And then you have to start dealing with the meth problem. But, I mean, how many times have you heard about a illegal immigrant coming in, murdering somebody, or attacking somebody, or just robbing somebody? They're deported, and they get back across, and they just do it again. Yeah, that's true. So, and I've even heard that um, this is what supposedly what I'm hearing the Biden administration is going to do is so you don't have to worry about the a wall being built. Is just to make it very very easy to immigrate to the United States, lower the standards. So that almost anybody can come in, apply, and get in. 
and agree to take more than what they've agreed to take now. Well, now, if, if Trump gets elected, won't the wall continue? Well, I hope so. I, I think a country that doesn't have borders isn't a country. No. What would you do if you were president right now with the, the, the Mexican-U.S. border? Well, I'd, I'd continue the wall, and I would enforce the, the law, first of all. And, and you, you know, it, it's, it's not a pretty thing showing you know, guards throwing, telling, telling women they got to go back and pushing them away and all that. That reminds me of the bad things that happened in Europe and Germany and all of that. But it, it is what it is. You know, you can't let, you know, I don't think we can let everyone in or we'll just become Mexico. And someone told me, I said, the easiest solution to this thing is to make Mexico a state. <laughs> hmm, yeah. Well, no, now, here's... We go broke, but... Now, yeah. think about this for a second. What have we seen happen on the streets of our cities, especially these democratic cities, since Biden got in and the border became easier to get across? Well, we've got a serious homeless problem in most exactly. cities in Los Angeles and Philadelphia, and, and I exactly. mean, it's terrible. It's, it's and, just and what horrible. are they doing? They're stealing. They're just walking into stores, taking things, and yeah. walking out. Yeah, I saw that today, and it, it's just um, they brought sacks in with them and just filled it full and just walked out, and the people just stand there watching them. The guards just watch them. So well, how I, long? I mean, ahead. if we're bringing in more people then we can even handle. That's right. So either, here's the deal. If you want to let everybody in, be ready for everyone's quality of life to go down, everything you've worked for, and make entering this country something you have to work for. Yeah. I heard the other day, you know, the California is thinking about giving unemployment uh, medical care and social security to illegal immigrants. <laughs> How many years have you and I paid into social security? Oh, what? Here it goes. How many years is an illegal immigrant that's coming into the country paid into social security? Not at all. It's exactly. It's a zero. You know, at some point, I mean, if, if you have a country where you worked hard and you built great things, yeah, people are going to want to come here. Hmm. But then do you just give it away? Yeah. And if you do to people that don't hold the same standards you have, you know what you're going to get. Um, all right. What else? Anything <laughs> else on this, Ed? Did we solve this? No. <laughs> no, we need we need a complete change in leadership and Amen. government. Oh, we Lord. need to enforce the law and that's if you enforce the law it will surely change. It really will. But I mean it's wide open now. It's just have at it. So yeah. Okay, right, Bob. Tell, tell everybody what's coming up and then I've got a sponsor. We've got our mailbox here all ready to open up. Got some great letters in there about that and also uh, some complaints coming up too. We got it. And I'm sponsored. My sponsor is uh, Ben Lucky. 
I've talked about many times uh, there on Middlebrook Pike there near the KUB substation and Ed Shouse Drive. And Ben Lucky is a crazy concept that a lot of people, they still, they're like, what? You can do that? Yeah, Ben Lucky, you know, when you send things back to Lowe's, Home Depot, um, uh, Amazon, they don't resell that stuff. It is put into these huge warehouses. It's put on these big trucks and it's shipped out. One of the places it goes to is Ben Lucky. They get it in on Wednesday and Thursday. These things that brand new, they've never been used, but were sent back. They buy them. And then they put them in these bins. They never know what they're going to get. But on Friday, they open their doors and everything in there, I don't care if it's a $40 item from Amazon, it's $8. Saturday, everything is $6. Whatever's left on Sunday, $4. Anything left on Monday is 2 bucks. And uh, if they're even open on Tuesday, it's a dollar. If they run it, sometimes they run out of items on Monday, but uh, then they restock on Wednesday and Thursday. Get on by there. They're a Middlebrook Pike. Ben Lucky. Get lucky like Ed and I do. When we go to Ben Lucky, we want to see you there. We'll see all you right, there. Mr. Bradley, open up the mailbox. All right, here we go. This is Ike from Fort Myers, Florida. Are there already predictions on hurricane season this year? Yes, everything in Florida will be wiped out. <laughs> What's left? <laughs> uh, well, well Fort Myers think... got hit hard last year, didn't oh, they? Oh, boy, it's terrible. But they were predicting everything to be slightly below average. Now, that's, that is a slightly below average. That doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, but the season is underway and uh, goes till November 30th, so we'll see what happens. So. Yeah, it's, it's just cranked up here at the first of the month. And uh, mm -hmm. I heard they're saying something like 13 named uh, storms mm. for the season. So. Well, well it's not so much the names as where it hits the land if it hits <laughs> you land. Got that right. Well, that's, that's <laughs> what thing. else? All right, let's see. We got uh, Gina from Anchorage, Alaska. Do you think the U.S. will add a new state? Yeah, Mexico, according to Ed. <laughs> that's the easiest <laughs> way to solve this problem. <laughs> and, they, and then make the governor of California in charge of giving away all the money. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know, I didn't think about this, but um, if a particular party feels like uh, a territory would be a democratic state, it would behoove them to bring them in to get more votes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they say the five the potential states, first of all, is Washington, D.C., because that's not a state. It's not in a state. It's Washington, D.C. Puerto Rico, we've heard about many times, the U.S. Virgin Islands, American Samoa, and the Mariana Islands, which I'm not as familiar with. Uh, that's near Guam, I guess. Yeah, in the Pacific. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think, Ed? Do you think during our lifetime we'll see more states join the United States? I think so. I think Puerto Rico is right at the top of the list. Um, Julius, so uh, this kind of surprised me. Uh, all five of the places I just mentioned mm -hmm. have more people than Nevada had when it became a state. <laughs> well, Nevada had one thing going for it. Location, location, location. <laughs> right in the middle Viva of Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, well, they didn't have right. Las Vegas back then, but anyway. Yeah. But, um, uh, 
there's, you know, there's Puerto Rico has history with the United States, and we had a war down there and all of that. But uh, unfortunately, though, they had a hurricane that just destroyed that island. And I think if they would come to stay, they would just have to rebuild it. And, um, let's see, 3 million people in Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. 700,000 in Washington, D.C., 230,000 in Guam, Virgin Islands, 105, and America, Samoa, 55,000. I didn't realize there's three million people in Puerto Rico. Yeah. So you think Puerto Rico is on the list? I, I do. I mean, the target. Yes, I do. I well, do. that'll be interesting to see. So, all right, Ed, tell everybody how they can uh, listen to. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. No, we... <laughs> this is the Ed and Bob show. Yeah. Uh, we got complaints, man. We don't want to get past do. this. Uh, Ed's got a complaint. Where you, what do you want to complain about? Well, I'm going to complain about the TikTok ban. You know, I'm off TikTok, so I got on it for a while and tried it out. It's not for me. But anyway, Montana has banned TikTok completely. Really? In their state. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and just not just for government. Uh, phones and things, but computers, but I mean, they've banned it in the entire state. More than half the U.S. states and the federal government have banned TikTok from government-owned devices, according to Associated Press. And uh, TikTok has, they've, they've addressed security concerns. The problem is, is that they get information off of this. So oh, when yeah. you go on TikTok, they're going to get your, here's what they're, they're going to get your personal, private, and sensitive information. Well, and that's going to, it's, it's just terrible to let somebody have it like that. Ed, the kids don't care. No, they don't care. I didn't you care. You think at first, 20 years from now they're going to go, God, we didn't know, we didn't know that that was bad. Mm -hmm. and, then no. they, and then the problem is, is that these TikTok creators, they're going, content creators, they're going to complain and complain and complain because they don't make money anymore. But, but, you know, that's to me, it's like going down on Magnolia Avenue and open your store there next to a, a, a house of ill repute. So it just. Well, uh, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing any on TikTok. First of all, I don't understand it, but, but, but there, I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, I, I think it's going to come back and haunt everybody in the future. And parents, don't let your kids get on TikTok. There you go. I've been there. I've seen it. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Ed's off TikTok, folks. You can shut it down. Yep. Shut it down. <laughs> it's over. I, I got a complaint for you, Ed. Okay. Do we need next national public radio? NPR. What are the Democrats going to listen to if you don't have it? <laughs> I mean, we've got <clears throat> radio. They can all lean any way they want to. You, if radio, as you and I both know, you need to get the biggest audience and you need to uh, appeal to, <clears throat> you need to appeal to the people um, to be successful. And NPR... I, I, I don't know why you and I are paying for it. Yeah, it's government sponsored and and 87% of the people who listen to it are Democrats or leaning toward Democratic. Only 12% are Republicans. So it's going so to it, it's, it's be a political thing. Yes, it is. It already is. Yeah. And well, I don't I, know why I, we continue to fund it. 
Yeah, I don't either. I don't even know where it is on the dial anymore. Do you? Don't tell me. No, it's usually <laughs> a very good signal, though. Yeah, it is. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, really. How they get away with that. Well, most, uh, of, most of the NPR things, they're, they're associated with university broadcasting. Well. Anyway. Maybe that's the way they make it sound like, oh, it's just for educational purposes. Exactly. But it really is. I mean, NPR, uh, the network itself, I mean, I think it's uh, very, very left-leaning. So. Oh, absolutely. All right, Ed, tell everybody how they can listen to our show. All right, here you go, folks. The Ed and Bob Show is available at edandbob.com. Yes, we have our own website. We have it all right there, and you can listen to it. You can contact us. You can talk to us at everything on edandbob.com. Or, if you like, you can download the Apple Podcast app, Spotify app, or the TuneIn app and search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe. Alexa, on your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. Tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, what do you boys want to hear? Tell her this, Ed and Bob Show. Just that easy, man. And you can comment, as Ed said there. Our email is edandbob at yahoo.com. Uh, we're on social media, uh, Twitter, Ed and Bob KNOX. At Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas, K-N-O-X. We're on Facebook.com, uh, and uh, we are not on TikTok. Ed has ruled <laughs> we will not be on TikTok. No more TikTok, boys. He no got more. that right, baby. And we shouted out to Gary Rogers earlier, so uh, welcome to him. And anybody you want to shout out to, Ed? No, I'm, I'm free today. All right. Well, uh, enjoyed it. We look forward to the next show. Uh, everybody have a great uh, middle of the June. What we got coming up for our next show? Mass shootings in public places. Are you Ooh. safe anywhere? Wow. Heavy you topic. Know, That'll I be next. A, I thought a mass shooting would be 30 people or more, but it's not. It could be five people and it's a mass shooting. Yeah, I saw so. uh, one the other day in the paper said uh, four people, another mass shooting. Yeah. Like, that's a so, um, that's a bar fight in East Knoxville back in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ed, I enjoyed it, buddy. I look forward to it next time. I'll see you, man. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, folk Ain't that a hole in the boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just a big dinner My life is gonna be Beautiful I've sunshine enough to spread it's just like the 